All right, welcome to Against All Odds, part of the Extra Points Podcast Network. Heel producer Jim Cunningham joining me, cousin Sal here. And that's not it. We got lots, lots more. My gurus of gambling, my wizards of wagering, my barons of betting, my overlords of the odds, the degenerate trifecta, Harry, brother Bry, and Darren, the parlay kid. What's happening, fellas? What's going on, Sal? Sal, what's up? What's going on, buddy? You can read about these guys. You could look at their heads. I think we have a nice uh, still photo of them on extrapoints.com where they give free picks every day. Parlay Kid, you are the star of that right now, right? Have you picked four in a row? Am I right? It's probably been about four in a row. Um, <laughs> a lot of plus money picks, uh, plus 270 on Sunday. Wow. Plus 115 last night. Had Thielen to score a touchdown. Uh, been on a nice roll. I got to say, so when I look at these picks, I think, between the three of us, we're normally hitting two out of three every day on that site. Yeah. Normally well, hitting about at least two out of three. You go to that site, and Harry has another site where he has conflicting <laughs> picks. I think he had Dalvin again, Cook again. listed as a beast again. on one site. He had him over yards. He had him under yesterday. I think he went over, <laughs> Harry. Which which pick are you more proud of? The over I don't know the what under. I did. Did I go? I went, <laughs> well, I, I, t- well on, the, on the extra point video, you said, you took Minnesota minus three and a half. Good job by you. But you said what's going to happen is they're going to feed Cook, feed Cook. It's all Cook all day, all day. And then on okay. your on your site, you took Cook. Wait, wait, wait. On your Which is true. On your Which site, you took Cook under yards, under 80, whatever. And you said he struggled against the Bears. It was the exact opposite. I don't <laughs> know why, why this keeps well, happening. You forget one day to the next what you've picked is the problem. Yeah. I don't it's know how this that keeps hard, happening. Harry. You're not giving 100 it, it, picks. Just okay, try to keep but, track. But feed, feed, cook, feed, <laughs> cook, feed, cook. It's what they did. I didn't say that he'd have 31 yards. I said he'd have around 81, but still under 89. He had 96 only because of that last run. <laughs> I My favorite part of it is that Harry called him a beast. I mean, if Dalvin Cook comes across this video and says, this guy is calling me a beast, this is interesting. <laughs> finally, finally has a shirt on for the first time in two weeks. Um, we're going to get to that. We have uh, Bill Simmons coming on. Remember him? Jim Cunningham. Let me take a look at what you, uh, I, I saw you earlier and I just pop up for a second. Jim Cunningham, um, used to work for, uh, the ringer. We now took him. Oh, this is how you look for your <laughs> old boss. My God. You couldn't get a haircut. No, your audio's out, Jim. Oh my God. We, we're having a lot of problems <laughs> with him. All right. Jim has, Jim has great hair. <laughs> he really does. Uh, anyway, Simmons is going to be on today. We're going to talk NBA draft. We're going to talk NBA free agency, which seems like it's never going to end. I've lost Simmons for the year. We do the Sunday night podcast, and now his football team is shit. This is the first time through, um, you know, in mid-November, his team is kind of out of it, and now we have NBA free agency. So he's gone. So we might as well embrace it. He'll come on. We're going to talk NFL. We're going to talk a little college, Ohio State, Indiana. Best bets from these guys. Let's just talk real quick that Bears-Vikings recap. Uh, my God. Geez, I, I, every single week, I'm fooled into taking Nick Foles and the Bears plus three and a half or plus four and a half, and they're kind of in it into the end. And, Paulie Kid, they're just a disaster, just a disaster offensively. You and I, Sal, said beginning of the year, why did they ever remove Trubisky in the first place, right? Yeah. He just gives, I feel like he gave them a little bit more than what Foles gives them, at least with his feet. Foles happened to come in that one game. I, was it against the Falcons, maybe? So, yeah. He let it come back and he never lost his spot. He really seems to really hamstrings the team. Uh, 
Like, how did this guy win a Super Bowl when we watch him, right? And not only did he win a Super Bowl, he was dominant in the Super Bowl game and in that playoff run for the Eagles. It's hard to fathom. He just must have fit Peterson's system a lot better than any other system he has since been with because yeah. he is a mediocre backup quarterback really at this point. Yeah, Bri, and we had Foles and we had the Bears. We had money all over them. And, yep. you know, Trubisky is not eligible. So I, knew I can't, can't even yeah, he, right. make he, the he comparison. Couldn't play, night, right? couldn't play. I guess he had a fluke injury, busted up his shoulder. Um, you know, so, I, I, but it, it doesn't really matter. And then we, who was it? Tyler Bray, the Tennessee kid, who <laughs> yeah. did like four passes before. Uh, entering the game, but just uh, no matter what their defense does, no matter, you know, they get a, a kick returned in the second half for a touchdown, they're garbage. And now the Vikings are looking like that team that could sneak up on the six and three teams, um, the Seattles or whoever like wants to beg out of that NFC West race. They could kind of, they have the Cowboys. They could maybe be five and five and they have a couple of winnable games on their schedule. I mean, it's hard to say. I still, I, I am not a fan of Minnesota still. I'm still not a fan. Uh, I'm not a fan of that division at all. Um, I hmm. really think it's just going to be the Packers. I mean, I, I think we're definitely going to get three teams from, I guess the question is, I think we're getting three teams from the West, two from the South, mm-hmm. and then and then just the Packers and, one and one. who knows, maybe the Giants. I, I, it's hard for me to think that the Vikings, mean, Vikings will have to continue to play this well, but I don't even know. I mean, the Lions, the Bears, those wins... I don't know, they look worse as you as you watch these these teams play. Yeah. All right. Well, let's talk about more misery because our friends <laughs> at Prop Swap, they know as great as it is to brag about the bets you win, it's even more fun to complain about the ones you took on the chin or the chins, as in Harry's case. It's time to deep dive into the collectively crushed soul of the degenerate trifecta in a segment we all hate to call bed aches. When a bet makes you sick and you make the wrong pick. It's a bad egg. It's a bad egg. It's a bad egg. <laughs> Thank you, Jim. It's a wonderful song. All right, now we're in the mood. Fellas, tell me what your bad aches are. Let's start with you, Parlay Kid. Wow. It, what seemed like was going to be a really promising weekend really fell apart uh, for me pretty quickly and ended with a dud on Sunday night with the Ravens. I think we all love the Ravens here. Uh, it was part of my best bet last week with Sharp Tank of them just winning on a teaser, right? So just just That's win it. the game. It's okay. And I'd like to be able to pinpoint one particular thing that happened in that game. I'm not really sure. We were going back and forth on, on text uh, in a text chain about this game. We were really focusing on how it just seemed like Harbaugh, Harbaugh was out of sorts this game with stopping the Patriots' run game, right? It's kind of frustrating. They should have been really stacking the box, stopping the run game, making Cam throw on a miserable night. They really didn't do that. Damian Harris dominated. When do you see a running back dominate against um, the, the Ravens' defense? Very rarely does that happen. Uh, I'm, I'm a little skeptical of this Raven team. They just maybe don't have the receiving core or the guys Jackson can throw to. It was a complete disaster. And like I said, there was, there's not one thing I could point to and say that cost them the game. They yeah. lost the game. I guess you could say the weather was the biggest factor, but 
I don't know. Just a bad performance by the Ravens. Here's what cost them the game, Parley Kid. I think the Giants were the only underdog to win on the day, so the gambling gods are just not oh. going to give you a freebie. <laughs> Everybody's taking their winnings and putting it on the Ravens, minus six and a half, Ravens money line, and that was it. But yes, the weather, for sure. Two really bad snaps that they couldn't uh, recover that, from. That was huge. They got out physical on the line of scrimmage. It's so weird how it changes from week to week, right? Like the Ravens beat the Colts, which seemed like a decent win, and Lamar was 19 for 23. And then the Colts played Thursday night, like, oh, this Colts team is good. Oh, wow. Right. I'm, I'm happier. I'm even happier about my uh, Ravens bet yeah, over the and, uh, and, Patriots and, who barely got by the Jets. It's, exactly. It's well, that's the thing, right? The Patriots barely get by the Jets on Monday night. The Colts yeah. smoked the Titans. It kind of like, if you kind of do that comparison, which yeah. you can't do that comparison. You can't, but because it's the NFL week to week. You don't know, but right. you felt really good about that game. I really, I was almost counting my winnings already. Like, all right, I got yeah. this game. Good Sunday for me. And it turned out to be a stinker yeah. uh, at the end. Brother Bry, you have two horrible, horrible beats to choose from in the NFL. One <laughs> being the Browns, uh, Nick Chubb running out of bounds, or you could take the Arizona Buffalo game. Feels like everyone was on the losing end of that one, but that's uh, that's your bet, Aikid, right? Well, so that Cardinals game in general killed me. Some of it's my fault. So I have the Cardinals minus two and a half against the Bills. Such a mm -hmm. range of emotions. But the funny thing is, I knew in the back of my mind that the kneel down was possible in the extra point because it was just a few weeks ago. I can't remember if this was in college or the pros. I was like, it was very close to happening again, and I already had it in the back of my mind I was going to lose that in another game. So I was ready mm -hmm. prepared for it. But the thing was, Beasley and Allen made some phenomenal plays on that last drive. I thought, at best, they were tying that game up before. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, they were lucky again. That Arizona was lucky. I mean, great play by Hopkins. Great play by Murray. But the real reason I'm pissed at that game is I have a huge, and I mean huge player prop <laughs> uh, with Kyler. Mostly Kyler running. A, a Kyler touchdown. Two over touchdowns. Some other stuff. And I have Josh Allen rushing touchdowns. Now, why the fuck did I put an Allen <laughs> rushing touchdown over at any time touchdown? Because he ended up scoring on a reception right uh, away. Yeah, right, right, so, right. So, right. I, I mean, I saved myself. I, oh, plus 120 instead of like minus 120. I, yeah. I, I, I stupidly did that. I cost myself thousands and thousands of dollars. I, am I didn't even bother to tell you guys because, again, at that point in time, I was having a good day. I was like, Oh, I have the Ravens on a few different bets. I'm mm -hmm. gonna I'm gonna win a lot anyway. I'm not gonna complain about this. Nope. As it turns out, I get killed, get killed Sunday night, get killed Monday. It's just this vicious cycle <laughs> of just it's terrible. Brother Brian, I had something similar with Josh Allen specifically because they they ran the same play against the Texans, right? In the wild card round last year. Yeah. Josh Allen scored the first touchdown. Yeah. I don't wanna say who I'm betting this with, but I bet a buddy for probably 30 years now, and I had Josh Allen first touchdown. Uh, and then I put in parentheses, has to be rushing because he's kind of, you know, dim. Uh, obviously, it's not throwing the touchdown. And of course, he catches the touchdown. I'm like, well, what I meant was that it wasn't a passing touch. He's like, right. no, 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 it's rush. I'm like, son of a bitch. Really? I'm not going to collect on this. It's fucking terrible. And there you go. Yeah. So there you go, Josh Allen. That's a bad one. All right. That's a bad, uh, bad beat. And uh, that's your bet ache. Harry, what's your bet ache? You know, I didn't have too much, you know, besides uh, Drew Locke, maybe. Locking in a cover for the Raiders, throwing stupid picks in the end zone all game. Mm -hmm. uh, but still, listen, guys, 
We've been in the same fantasy football league for 29 <laughs> years. Next year mm-hmm. is going to be 30 years. No one's left. No one's entered. Same guys. And I feel like, you know, three years ago, I had a situation in week one where I got ripped to shreds, and I still get ripped to shreds over a starting a <laughs> tight end and getting a tight end from uh, Frank, who's the worst guy in fantasy ever history. So I still get reamed about that situation when I needed a tight end to start the season because there was a hurricane. So so now I'm looking, and I and I think – I'm convinced now that the parlay kid has it in for me, and he wants me not to make the playoffs because his team sucks. He was two and seven going into the week. My team doesn't I, suck though. You're two, excuse me. You're two and seven. <laughs> out of it. You're, out of the playoffs. Seven. Out I'm of not the, out, out of it. I'm not, I'm not saying I'm. I am Check not with, out of it. You, all right, so two, what's your bet then? What's my bet is that I, you are two and seven, and that I am now five and five, and now and you happen to win only because of luck, because of your trade, because of this trade that you made that you tried to go sweep under the rug that nobody would notice. You trade with a guy who's nine and zero, oh, and you trade you give him you give him Mike Evans for Chase Edmonds, knowing that Kenyon Drake is coming back. Meanwhile. Mm. You tra- that's the straight-up trade. Evans has 500 yards and eight touchdowns. Edmonds has 500 yards total and three touchdowns. And Kenyon Drake was back. Meanwhile, Evans has 13 points this past week. Uh, Chase Edmonds has seven. And you trade with a guy who, not to mention, two weeks before when I went to get Chase Edmonds, I, I, I offered $31 to get Chase Edmonds. He gives up 55 and he's 9-0, and and then trades him the next week to you. Hold on, hold on. Ed- well, easy. Was, the, was the $31 in a money order, or how did you uh, try to get trade for the $31? It, it might have been. But the Harry, old, I'm, I'm not sure. I'm, I don't so understand Edmund, what you're saying. Wait, so did Evans hold cost on. you the win this week? Yeah, did I don't Evans get what you're saying, you know, Harry. The, no, you're not catching the 9-0 and team, and Darren got the worst of that trade. What the hell are you talking about? Yeah, you should be bashing Pauly here. You should be bashing Darren, really. Well, He's giving up on the team because Larry, who brought, Darren played, oh, won when Darren wanted him to really. To, Darren really wanted to lose, and Darren beat him because I won. Darren's, right, no yeah, one understands won, what you started, you're talking but you started, about. Here. But you started the super freak, Rick James, for two yeah. points when you had Claypool and Higgins on your bench, who each got 17 plus. Yeah. You started Hawkinson when you, when you have Higgins <laughs> on the your fuck, bench. What the fuck, man? This Seattle, is crazy talk. Is this is like my fantasy you're, you're, this team like, won this week. And I won. Well, you could have kept. You, you could have kept to. this. You could have kept this nice and simple I, and just bashed no, no, that no. trade. Dar- Darren I'm didn't want to listen. I'm telling you right now. I've offered all of you guys trades yeah. that were probably favorable when? to every single one of you, and you've when? all turned me down. I am when? playing this fantasy team out. I am playing this season out <laughs> to win every last game that I have. He can make it. seven and seven. Can make oh, really? I want okay, to screw every good. one of you because you, you all turned down good trades. And Wait so, a minute! You never, you never, tra- you never offered me a trade, and you're, you're trying to win. Because your the, team the, is absolutely terrible. There's yeah, nobody to trade for on your team. You, your you're, team you're, is terrible. It you're is starting bad. The, you're, you're starting the super freak. <laughs> Who's I the super freak? I made a bad move. I took Rick Claypool James. out because the weather oh. Oh, was okay. supposed to be atrocious in Pittsburgh, and I, both teams come out throwing ball a hundred times that game. You start I, I James. You start James instead won. of. You start, you start James instead of Claypool, and you start Hawkinson instead of Higby. And I won this Higby. week. I did you a favor, and I beat Larry. Yeah, he I wanted to lose. It. You wanted to lose. What's the betting? What is the betting? <laughs> He's is really you mad. To lose. This I, is angry, Harry. This is as angry as Harry gets right I here. You were trying to lose. You wanted Evans, to lose. Who, by the way, I Paulie actually offered. He wanted Keenan Allen. So I looked at my receivers. I'm still okay. starting Keenan Allen. I have Claypool. And who's my third receiver? It's somebody really good. 
too. You I got, don't even you got, need you got, Mike Evans. Has been. You got Jones. You got Julio Jones. Julio Jones. Yeah, my team, my receivers suck. Right. So I, I know your team better than you, Mike Evans. <laughs> I, I'm still starting Keenan Allen. You're, I'm starting. You're starting Edmonds, who is a Jones. second stringer, oh and I'm starting Claypool. So you're, I'll start Claypool this week, Harry. I will start him this ha- week. Harry. Your betting should have. Your betting should have just been that Paulie's team, which is nine and zero, no. got got much better. It had really nothing to right. do with getting screwed. You didn't yeah. really well, do, get screwed. Well, I do play. I do play Paulie in like two weeks. Plus, Darren. I hope to Mike lose. Evans Darren wins that game for Paulie <laughs> against you, Harry. Darren I hope Mike Evans has four touchdowns and three hundred yards that game. <laughs> Darren I got let me let me lose. just first interrupt. It's it's Paulie and it's Shoney. Not that anyone cares about this, but it's matzah parmesan. One's Italian, one's Jewish. <laughs> Jewish uh, pa- uh, Shoney is the brains behind the operation. Yeah. Paulie is the brawn. He collects money after the team wins, <laughs> and they're like undefeated. So that's matzah parmesan is undefeated right now. I'm not sure oh. that this has gone on. Seven minutes too long, or that we should well, go another one last, minutes with this. One I last can't point. figure it out. Hey, one does it even count out. if you're not watching football like Harry did on oh, yeah, yeah, Watch football on Harry, Sunday. what we is going on? We know that because he would be texting us. We yeah. didn't get one text from Harry during football Sunday. He Again. was out, he was MIA Again. hanging with this new this new dude that came in. <laughs> what? From, uh, wherever he came from. You got a new <laughs> dude? Is that Harry? Guy? Is Harry what is that dude? guy? Wow. <laughs> some listen. Some some mis- mystery dude showed up at, at Ken's place. There's been like a, a, a dude uh, orgy uh, uh, going on. Uh, now wow, Harry. Uh, I, uh, it. Yeah. All I know is if I would have pulled off this trade, I would the commissioner, Sal. Would have exiled me <laughs> to Siberia. That's all I know. All I know is you try to make a trade with somebody, and th- the conditions were that we'll trade back the following week. And yeah. that is. I was uh, giving him a quarterback for a guy who has probably two lifetime touchdowns. Okay. Uh, all right. Well, Jim, Jim and Joel, weigh in on uh, what the hell we just heard here because I'm not sure. Uh, I'm, I'm dizzy. All of a listen, sudden. the whole thing. I don't listen, get it. Real, real quick. The Paulie kid tried to, to screw Harry by winning a game. I don't. I don't get it. I don't. <laughs> he, know. he didn't want to win. He tried to lose. <laughs> Jim, what do you think there? <laughs> I didn't follow that at all. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Joel, is, should that be its own segment or what? All I got was that Harry traded for a new dude. He's got a new dude. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Harry got a new dude for pennies on the dollar. All right. That's uh, oh, boy. <laughs> that's uh, all right. I guess uh, that does it for bed aches. You tried to lose. You <laughs> and you make the wrong pick. It's a bed ache. It's a bed ache. It's a bed ache. All right. Maybe the music will calm us down. BetX is brought to you by PropSwap, America's marketplace to buy and sell sports bets. You can find the best odds in college and NFL futures by going to PropSwap.com. This week, the Dolphins win the AFC East ticket sold at odds of 5-1. to one. Pretty good. 5-1 to one on Miami to win the division. Local sports books are offering only 3-1. to one. The buyer paid 250 for the ticket. Would have cost them 375 PropSwap customers Always find the best odds because you're buying directly from other betters like yourself. And right now, they're offering up $500 in free bonus cash when you use the promo code ODDS. That's promo code ODDS and PropSwap will match your first deposit up to $500. Go to PropSwap.com or download the PropSwap app today. I don't know if PropSwap gets involved in fantasy, but I'm sure they want a piece of that action, what Harry's talking about. Uh, <laughs> what the hell? What did you say? Setting the up the loose. Good Lord. All right. Let's uh, go. Wow. It's really uh, late all of a sudden. Let us 
go over the NFL. Here we go. Cardinals at Seahawks Thursday night. Seahawks three and a half, 57 and a half. I have to pass on this because I do the pregame show on Fox NFL Thursday. I have also hit four in a row, Parlay Kid, on this show. A awesome. couple couple uh, coin flip. Well, I had Atlanta over Carolina. at the Colts over the Titans uh, last week. So I've hit four in a row. I'm going to pass Amazing. on this. Harry, you're going in your backyard. You're literally right in your backyard. You're, you're sticking with Cliff Kingsbury and his garbage. Um, literally oh, his garbage, right? Again, again, sure. the Cardinals, again, he gets to back the Cardinals. Ahead, I, I beat you guys to the punch again. Not to mention, <laughs> when I do take Cardinals games on against all odds, I'm winning them every single week, whether it's the over last week, whether it's the first game against Seattle, which was a winner. Look, thanks to the Hail Mary victory touchdown, Arizona has now scored five straight games, 30 points or more. Rams and Jalen Ramsey shut down DK Metcalf, just 28 yards. Arizona also shut him down couple of weeks ago uh, when he only had 23 yards. Mm. Seattle, one and three, last four games. Russell Wilson, seven picks in the last four games, three of those against the Cardinals. Uh, if he is average, and there's, if he's average and the D is still giving up tons of yardage and can't control Kyle Murray running the ball, they're going to lose again. Plus, nobody, nobody gives Seattle more headaches in Seattle than Arizona does. Arizona won, Arizona won last year in Seattle by two touchdowns. Cards have won straight up five of six at CenturyLink Field, and the Cards win this game. Rams lose to the Bucks on Monday. Arizona will be 7-3 on top of the NFC West. It sounds like a nice story, but this is uh, extra special because it's a rematch of the DK Metcalf. You brought him up. He's probably the best uh, defensive player on that team, uh, Seattle. This is the chase down rematch. Mm-hmm. It's going to be fun. We will be checking in at halftime. Courtesy of Fandle, we go over a bunch of props. We've been good there, partly kid, also giving out winners for the second half. Uh, Fandle has dozens of props, and we. Uh, well, I was last I think week. We go through. Harry was yes, okay. Yeah, Harry was uh, great. Well, Harry's Down got the. Tight. He's got his new dude like whispering in his ear. What should we do for the second <laughs> half? He's got it. Uh, all right, Harry takes the cards. I'm gonna pass on it. You'll hear my pick uh, Thursday night in the pregame show. Let's do this, Parley Kid. Titans at Ravens six and a half, 48 and a half. I get why you would want the Ravens. This is a revenge game from the uh, AFC divisional round, right? When uh, the Titans knocked the Ravens out, they upset them. Um, Also, they're coming off a loss against the Patriots. But here's why I like the Titans, and I hate this team. Um, If Damon Harris did what he did to this Ravens Mm. team, what is a physical runner like Derrick Henry going to do? Look, Converse, the flip side is their secondary is not good. The Ravens offense should get well, but I don't even know what the Ravens offense is anymore. As you touched on earlier, I like taking the six and a half points. You like the Ravens. Uh, dare I say, put them on a teaser or you like them six and a half straight up? I, I'm, I'm going to stay away from them on a teaser this week. Mm. But if I if I have to pick here, I'm going to take the Ravens minus the six and a half. So I, I do think maybe, you know, lesson learned uh, for the Ravens uh, in terms of uh, their ability to stop the running game, and they're going to have to stop Henry. But at the same time, mm-hmm. since I, at the beginning of the year, the rate, the Titans offense was more explosive when Tannehill was throwing the ball more. So I, I almost think they've gone into conservative mode, trying to feed Henry a lot more over the last several weeks. And it doesn't seem to really be greatly benefiting their offense. I think the Titans are going to try to be a little bit more balanced and open it up a little bit, which might feed in, uh, to the benefit of the Ravens. I, I do like the revenge angle in this game, and that's really why I'm jumping on the Ravens. I do think Lamar has a huge game this week, whether it's running, throwing. 
I'd like to say he could have a huge game throwing, but uh, you know, who is, are his weapons to throw to? I, mm-hmm. Hollywood Brown is really not a number one. He's more of a number two or three. Uh, and, you know, Andrews is a great tight end. But I think look, Jackson really comes out fired up. I think this game is very competitive. Uh, Ravens score late touchdown, win by seven, and, and ba- barely cover the six and a half. All right, there you go. Yeah, Tannehill had like 10 completions two weeks ago, 15 last week. It's a, it's yeah. all if the play action is there, really. But um, Yeah, so they, it's exactly right. And, that's and what Brown Tannehill's... dropped the touchdown on Thursday night. Yeah, we saw that. So, yeah, well, yeah. Tannehill, look, t- t- exactly. Tannehill doesn't have 20 completions in like a, over a month. It's there you unbelievable. Go. Uh, Packers at Colts, brother Bry. The Colts are minus two and a half, 51, according to FanDuel. Colts opened when I did the thing with Simmons. Uh, I think they were one- one and a half. Now it's gone up. I get it. Everyone hates the Packers. I'm taking them. Uh, I think it'll be a good close game. I know the Colts have had more rest. I know the Packers looked like crap against Jacksonville, but I also feel like Rodgers could just turn it on with Devontae Adams whenever he wants. And I think the Packers win a close one. You're going against me here. Yeah, I, I really can't believe I'm betting Phil Rivers in this game. I, I'm kind <laughs> of, I'm already mad at myself, but the, the one thing is, the Packers are not going to get any pressure on Rivers. They don't really get a lot of pressure anyway. They haven't gotten much this year, and the, and the Colts' pass protection has been awesome. So I feel like Rivers is going to dink his, and dunk all over the field like he kind of did on Thursday. And maybe now they'll start using Hines even more after watching him last week. Maybe they'll get further away from Taylor. Very Super quick, very impressive. But I th- mm-hmm. it's going to be a close one. I think it comes down to the Colts just make a few more plays on defense. They've been good against the pass. They have 11 interceptions on the year. It's just weird. The Packers, you know, they're 7-2. and two. There's just something about this team that concerns me. Maybe it's just, is it just the fact that Rodgers never seems happy if they're winning, if they're losing? Maybe it's just that. Maybe that's throwing me off just watching Rodgers. In Goes through teams. the motions. Yeah, just, yeah, yeah. It looks like going through the motions, not really necessarily having fun. No real energy there. So that right. concerns me. Maybe it shouldn't. Uh, maybe you're right here. Maybe the Packers on turf for the play. I I don't know, but uh, or uh, I don't know. I'm 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 gonna go stay Colts? with the, the Colts though. Minus All right. two and a half. Uh, Chiefs Raiders. Now this is your team, Bry. Chiefs Ra- Raiders. Yeah, I'm uh, staying away from kids this. Kids gonna handle it. You don't even want to talk about this don't game. Want to- six and a half. Uh, the Chiefs going on the road to Vegas. Fifty six and a half is the over under. Chiefs lost to the Raiders. Uh, I thought the Raiders' most complete game was against Denver last week, but we forget about how they beat the Chiefs, which was a, a colossal task right now. Chiefs don't want to go 0-2 against the Raiders. They can no. kind of, in a, in a weird way, lock up the division this week for uh, m- right. more or less. Andy Reid, you're going to see all kinds of stats, what he's like off a of bye. He should play every single game off a of bye. He's mad, Parley kid, that the Raiders took a victory lap uh, in Arrowhead when they exactly. won. So he's angrier than he normally would be off of by Mahomes. Um, I like the Chiefs. I don't, I don't want to overthink this. Chiefs minus six. Yeah, and a half. So you're right on the money here. I think you really hit on all my points already. Again, kind of like a revenge game. They were, uh, the Raiders were a little arrogant after their win uh, against the Chiefs. Uh, Reed is great off a of by. Uh, Mah- Mahomes in this, uh, in the stadium there in, in, in Vegas, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, Really could light it up on that turf with with the uh, with the speed of the Chiefs. And look, can we finally though say John Gruden's a good coach? And you guys know I've always loved Gruden because he's a, a fellow yep. uh, alum of uh, the University of Dayton. Uh-huh. So I've always been a Gruden guy. But we have some you know we have some buddies who kind of trash Gruden. Look, the guy he's built his the team his way. They're a tough, hard nosed team. They pound the ball. 
They run the ball, but the Chiefs are too talented for the Raiders. They get their revenge. They win this game by 14, Sal. There you go. All right, Rams, Bucks, Monday night. Yeah, Brian, you pointed out these th night games are all great. Arizona, Seattle, really KC, good. Vegas, uh, Rams, Bucks, Monday night. Bucks, three and a half point favorite. 47 is the over-under. I'm going to go under. Whitworth uh, being out is, is tough. That is really the last three yeah. drives of Rams. Uh, three drives, 21 yards. Uh, that's no coincidence. And I, I like both of these teams to turn the corner. But I have to take uh, the under. Uh, so I like... Uh, yeah, I like I like it under 47. I think it's in the low 20s, 21, 20, 24, 20. I don't want to have to figure out if it's four or one. I'm going to go under. Harry, what do you say? No, I'm going to roll with the Bucs here, lay the points. Uh, Tampa, I just think, has more offense. They've scored 80 points more than Los Angeles with Breeds on the shelf. The NFC South is still up for grabs. Uh, Tampa, I think, had a major wake-up call in that 38-3 loss against the Saints. Uh, it resembles like maybe couple years ago when Brady and the Pats lost on that lateral play to Miami at the end of the game, they weren't distressed. They weren't upset about it. They just went about their business and went on and didn't lose a game the rest of the season. Maybe that happens to the Bucs here. Tampa Bay's defense, first versus the run, third overall. Devin White's been great. He's fourth in the NFL in tackles. Carlton Davis, third in picks. Uh, only 13 touchdowns for golf. I just don't think they have enough offense. Tampa Bay's running game was fantastic last week with over 200 yards. I'm going to take the Bucs here. I think they win this game by... 10 to 14 points over the Rams. And not one mention of the great Mike Evans there from Harry. Uh, <laughs> nice work. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and by the, and by the yeah, way, he, by the way, he must be way. a huge difference maker in this one. By, by the way, Brian, by, by the way, Brian, Darren just said he was an alum of Dayton. Have we ever, has anyone ever seen his degree? Have, has anyone ever seen it? <laughs> I haven't you seen it. You need to see degree? Masters from diploma. Stony Brook too, so. Harry's the go, Donald Harry. Trump all of a sudden. He needs to see birth certificates <laughs> and degrees and then all that stuff. All right. Stone, Stony Brook. <laughs> <laughs> How dare you, Harry? How let us you. uh let's uh pivot real quick to NCAA action. Uh Indiana at Ohio State. Brother Bry, I know there's a better game, big game, Oklahoma, Oklahoma State. I just hate talking about that Oklahoma State team. I I, I feel like I, I is voodoo against me, but this is a big Fox game. Let's discuss it. Indiana, Ohio State, 20 and a half, 64 and a half. Real quick, uh, obviously, Ohio State's had their way with Indiana. They won by 41, 23, and 48 the last three years. Um, Indiana, a different team. This Michael Penix Jr., they talk about him for maybe a Heisman outside looking in. Uh, the team has 10 interceptions. The worst thing about Indiana is they're two and 10. Their opponents, Michigan, Michigan State, and Penn State, those three are two and 10. You'd like to get more excited about it. I think it falls within the 20 and a half. I think they play tough. They force a turnover, which makes them, uh, puts them in the 17 point spread there. 41 24 final. What do you say, Bribe? Yeah, it's weird to think a top 10 matchup, somebody could be favored by 20 and a half, but. Everyone I've heard so far likes Indiana getting the points here. I think it's funny. The line seems so high. I'm actually going to take Ohio State in this one. When you look at comparable games with Rutgers and Penn State, Ohio State should probably be favored by 13 points. But again, based on who Indiana Indiana's beaten, based on who, who Ohio State has beaten, I don't think you can necessarily, you necessarily can't correlate the two. I think... Ohio State has blown out Indiana in the last four games. I think it's going to be, they're going to want to show, they've had some time off to rest. They're going to want to show they're a top two or three team in the country and beat the crap out of Indiana. So I like them winning this game by like 30. All right, there you go. 
Hey, real quick before we bring Simmons in. Hey, add a little excitement to your sports watching experience by betting on all the action FanDuel Sportsbook has to offer this football season. There's a reason FanDuel is America's number one sportsbook. Their app is simple to use. They've got great odds on all different betting markets, fun bet types like same game parlay. Oh, I almost hit one yesterday. I had Thielen to score a touchdown and the Bears to cover. Shame on you. Shame on you, Nick Foles. Anyway. This is what they do. If you win, they get to your winning safely in as little as 24 hours. None of this nonsense. Harry going to Western Union, sending the people that no one's ever heard of. Right now, FanDuel will pay you in as little as 24 hours, and they'll let you place your first bet risk-free up to $1,000. Just place a bet on any game. FanDuel will refund you up to a grand back if you don't win your first bet. No strings attached. Any bet you want, you win, you keep the cash, you lose, you get your entire bet up to $1,000 back in sight credit. There you go. FanDuel Sportsbook. What are you waiting for? Download the download the FanDuel Sportsbook app to get started. And be sure to sign up with our promo code against all odds so they know we sent you FanDuel Sportsbook promo code against all odds. There he is. What's up? <laughs> Look at this. Brian looks a little more lively today. Well, a couple of times. Jesus Bill, Christ. Bill, I was going to say, I was a little offended on Guess the Lines considering you bash me. Have you ever seen what Harry looks like on the screen? Look look at him. And I get bashed. Look, I at, showered this, look at this I, I guy. Showered this mo- I showered this morning for Bill. Every Bill, I showered, showered for you. <laughs> Harry's like picking on the Knicks. It's not even worth it. Oh, <laughs> we're going to get go. to that. There you go. That's Let right. me introduce this guy. You hear me on his podcast every Sunday night. He's kind enough to return the favor. NBA draft tomorrow. I figured who better to join us than the guy. He wrote the book of basketball. It took Harry tried to read it. And it, uh, like on three months in, he decided I'm just going to put hot sauce on it and eat the book. It's, it's just so much easier. Was uh, Bill Simmons, thanks for coming on. There it is, the sportsish guy. You're very excited, Simmons. I explained to these guys, this is it. You've turned the corner. Your Patriots, even though they won Sunday night, they're out of it. And now you can, uh, now you can reach out and just concentrate on basketball for the rest of your life. They're not out of it. We went over on the podcast. Yeah, they're somehow they're still in it. And they cost me $1,200 on, on, uh, on Sunday night because I had I the Ravens in four parlays and didn't oh. realize it was going to be a tsunami. I do Bill. want to talk about, uh, we, you know, I, I'm, I started this podcast network. You said I was crazy. You're like, you're starting this during a pandemic. And I shouldn't, I probably shouldn't make fun because we're not out of the woods yet. But I know you can only advise me a little bit. We like to make videos. Um, we have Harry topless every day making a video. Is that not a good move? Did you have like uh Fennessy and Chris Ryan doing topless videos? I can't remember the first couple weeks of the ringer. You have topless Harry. <laughs> yes. Is that like an actual thing? He did. He does his, he does. All right, Harry, please. Don't, oh my don't, God. Don't, don't stare at my God. Wow. Left, Bill. What's going on there? There's not a lot right with it. No, he'll do like a flip into a pool or something. Yeah, give him I did like see one of those. Toledo Akron under in the first half or something. It <laughs> celebrates with a, uh, a pool flip. But you advise against those, right? Harry's weirdly athletic. He's like one of those chubby rescue dogs you see on like, uh, <laughs> what, what's that hill that everybody climbs in LA? Oh, yeah. Uh, you know what I'm talking about. Bill, yeah. Bill, and you got those dogs that's like, it's like a beagle crossed with a Great Dane, and they're just kind of flopping around, but they have coordination. You don't really know what's going on. I wish you had ever had a, you had a chance to play basketball with Harry because he's got an ass that goes uh, 
I mean, it is a 3D ass. It goes for about six or seven feet, and he could box you out. There's really not a lot you could do about it, right? Like Jeff Ruland, yeah. <laughs> That's right. Um, guys, I've done a lot of homework on the draft. I think I have yeah. some winners. You do? I, re- I right. really do. I, I genuinely think I, I might have cracked the code on this on this draft. <laughs> nice. First of all, before we get into the draft, I want to, there's yeah. been some trades, right? So the big ones are Holiday, Bogdanovich went to the Bucks. It looks like they're signing uh, Giannis. That, that'd be funny if they didn't at this point, right? And they just got those two guys. Paul goes to the Suns. Yeah. Um, Harden turns down $50 million. Those are the big three ticket items, I think, right now. Now, me, you, House, we talked about it. Going into the playoffs when they bubbled up, we thought five teams can win it. Do yeah. you think nine teams can win it? We had Milwaukee, LA, LA, Boston, Toronto. Do you add Brooklyn, Golden State, Miami, Denver, lo- Dallas, Philly? I-, I feel like now 11 teams can win it, maybe. Denver, no. Dallas, Philly? No. You I, like I, Philly. You never count Philly out of this. No, I'm counting Philly out. You are? I would say Lakers. I'm looking at it now. Lakers plus 330. Mm-hmm. I think Brooklyn 6-1, to one, just because if they get Harden, who the F knows? Right. Um, Bucks 6-1, to one, even though I don't, I don't think they did enough last night to actually swing it. Clips seven to one, Warriors plus seven fifty. So there's five. Mm. I the Celtics fifteen to one. Unless they make a trade, that's a cross off. I don't. You I don't know, you know, enough. we're picking them. You know, you're gonna like them six to one. <laughs> no, I'm when just the saying they, they have to get they have to somehow get better. Denver twenty to one, same thing. Miami twenty to one, same thing. Unless there's a trade. The only other one I like is is Dallas twenty six to one, just because of Luca. Really, I, really, I you think, don't think you don't think Miami could compete again with the same roster? No, I I. I think they need one more trade, but mm-hmm. I don't know how they get there. And then, right. the, to me, the the greatest bet right now is Luca for MVP. That's plus four forty. Yep. I think anything, anything over four to one, you just mm. grab. They, I don't see any scenario unless he gets hurt where he's not going to win MVP. I think he's 30, 30 really? 10, 10. Dallas wins 55, 56 games. Yeah, he'll be better than he was last year, and he was the best twenty one and under guy ever. Well, see, and, this is where you could help out your friends. Um, you know, someone here, one of the five of us has an MVP vote, and that person should <laughs> convince us to bet Luca and should pick Luca, right? With his ballot. But you right know now. this. Every year, I think I've nailed the MVP except for like one out of the last seven, and I just give it to you in house, and then you guys bet it because I'm not allowed to bet it because I, <laughs> right. I have a vote. But to me, the Luca thing is so obvious this year. Giannis really? isn't going to win three in a row. Nobody's voting for him three times right. in a row. They, mm-hmm. the, the three-time MVPs, it's basically like Bill Russell. And I think that's it. I think he might have been the only one. Yeah, they're not doing that for Giannis. Luka will be the narrative, and he's going to he's gonna win unless it gets hurt. Interesting. All yeah. right. We, uh, these guys are really – you took a shot at the Knicks. Um, I know you don't think this is going to happen, but a couple of days ago, Westbrook was favored to go to the Knicks. No, I told and you that wasn't going to happen. They are really bummed, any Knicks fan. But doesn't that seem like a Dolan move? Like, hey, we wanted a big name, and we got you a big name. We get it. Yeah, I was like, no, this guy, no team can win with him. Like, doesn't that Wait, seem like something they would do? Who was bummed? Oh, the, the Knicks fans, Darren and the Farley Kid and Brian were bummed. Bummed, what? bummed the, that Westbrook could pro- be coming to the Knicks. We're that he, oh, that yeah, he yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. coming to the Knicks. Yeah. Yeah. We oh, don't Jesus. want <laughs> Stay away. Tank another season. One more year of tanking. Nobody's coming to the Garden anyway this year. What a great year to tank. Just lose, go O and whatever the season's going to be. 
<laughs> the Westbrook contract is is just jarring. Like he three years from now, he makes forty seven point one million. I don't know. It's, the, it's like half the salary cap. I don't know why anybody would trade for him. The Knicks, I think, I actually are in the right hands for the first time. I think they realize to play it smart, try to work that Kentucky pipeline down the road, and build the relationships and don't be such a shit show basically is their plan. But I, I don't think the days of what you grew up with, with the quick fix Knicks, bringing in the all, all-star forward from three years ago, who wasn't quite as good and paying, overpaying him. They, they, I don't think they're going to do that anymore. I think those days are over. All right. So we'll go. Cause it's fun. FanDuel has exactly who will be the eighth pick. And that's what the Knicks, you know, a barring a trade that'll be there. Slide. I have Real thoughts quick. on that one. You do. Yeah. Uh, Anybody have uh, the Luca thing was interesting. Anybody have any thoughts other than that? Uh, that Luca wins the MVP. That's we should. No, look- I, I love Luca, and I, the only thing is, I was going to ask Bill is who else could possibly win the MVP? I don't even know. Like looking at the names, I don't even know who the next best guy would be because I agree that Giannis is probably not going to win three years in a row unless he's averaging like thirty six points a game. Um, so the so- other one, the other one, I really like. Davis is seven to one. Here's the path for Davis. Uh, you did you this again. Know, you did this last year, remember? <laughs> no, but here's the narrative. Because you have to remember, it's always about the narrative. Mm-hmm. So, shortened season, starting early, they just played in the finals. LeBron has basically said he's not going to play the first month or he's going to ease into it and he's going to be really careful during the regular season. Mm-hmm. And LeBron also loves pushing narratives. And the narrative of LeBron's like, Davis is our MVP. He does that kind of phony pandering thing, but really he knows he's the best player in the league and does the whole Davis carried us. I don't know how he's not the MVP of the league right now. Davis starts out first six weeks. He's like 30 and 12 and then everybody starts pushing it and they're still really good. And then LeBron comes in second half of the season. I would say that's the narrative. Right. Seven to one, not bad odds on that, considering they're going to be one of the three or four best teams. Has LeBron, I don't even know, rookie year, has he ever been 14 to one to win MVP? That's insanity, right? That I, he'll never win it again because he understands that the regular season isn't important. Right. You right. Know, he's always um, going to do just enough to whatever. You know, I, out of the other ones, what I about Steph Durant- Curry? Why not Curry? What if they win 55 games? Nah. No. Hey, yeah, what's KD? One? What's KD? KD's, I think he's an interesting choice. 16 KD, to 1. KD 16 to 1, I thought uh, was a nice long shot. Yep. And, uh, you know, honestly, Embiid at 36 to 1, just if he ever came into the season in shape with on like a mission, mm-hmm. that's those are pretty high odds for somebody who's like one of the seven best guys in the league when he's actually healthy. So I, I would say those are the ones. Booker at 55 to 1 kind of jumped out at me for a second, but he's not winning the MVP. Did Taco so, fall at 250 to one jump out at you? I mean, this is this is uh, like putting Guskowski out there for comeback player of the year. Uh, I want to know anyone who's bet more than 50. Wait, is that a, is that a serious thing? That's an actual thing. It's on there. Oh, 250 oh, to one. Oh my god, that's it. Yeah. That's pretty bonkers. Yeah, yeah. Tatum 24 to one. Eh, I don't. Bill, see do you it. think Bill? Bill, do you think if Giannis would have the Bucks would have won a championship, then you can consider him a little bit more MVP for third time in a row? But since they didn't do anything in the playoffs two years in a row. In a way, it's a regular season. Well, how about making the right? finals? Can you make the finals, that's, Giannis? That's what I'm before saying, you're right? a three-time yeah. MVP, yeah, I don't Great see point. it. Great point. Um, right. Durant sixteen to one is a fun one because there's a comeback story and a narrative. And let's say he averages thirty a game, they're a contender, and everybody remember he was the I best agree. player in the league before he got hurt in the playoffs. 
Yeah. And everybody was like, wow, this is KD's league now in the 2019 playoffs. So I think if he comes back and he's at that same level, then that narrative will carry it. And then 16 to one will drop at least. So you'll get value. Yeah, so, and, and and Nash and D'Antoni, I mean, they're just going to be, you know, it's going to be run and gun uh, central there in Brooklyn. So I think uh, I think he's going to average that close to thirty, maybe more a game. The the problem is he got in bed with Kyrie, which <laughs> I've compared to the Kyrie's the Heather Graham character in The Hangover. <laughs> it seems awesome after you had like 10 shots you're like yeah let's let's get married and then like three days later you're like oh my god what did i do that's good, good the point. leagues the league's better if harden goes to it's it sucks but it's better if he goes to brooklyn right i think it's better if he goes to philly i i think the most fun trade for the league is harden for simmons simmons goes to the rockets he gets his own franchise we get to find out is he a real you know, right. top 10 guy or not. What's it like when the whole team's built around him? And then Harden, I think the Philly fans will turn on him pretty quickly. He's not a Philly type of guy. And the Embiid, Harden, uh, there's so many ways that could go right or wrong. It would just right. be fun to watch. The Brooklyn thing would be fun too, but they Houston doesn't get anything back in that trade. I, especially when you see what Drew Holiday went for last night. And Harden's, yeah. you know, just on a different level than Drew Holiday. And so they're, they're going to take 50% of what Drew Holiday went for. Doesn't right. make sense. Well, as interesting as the free agency period is going to be, I, I think this draft is lame. Come on, we can admit it, right? <laughs> it's Anthony Edwards, a guy who played good player, played for Georgia, was like five and thirteen in conference. Then you got Lamelo yeah. Ball, who played in Australia. We have nothing really to go on other than his father is flapping his gums, saying how good he is. And then you got Wiseman. Did he play even one game? He didn't play one game, right? With three, 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 games. three games, three games. He played three. Harry bet on all of them. <laughs> Harry hey, the, Wise, Wiseman shot 78% in those three games. Harry tees Memphis in one of the three with the <laughs> Korean baseball exhibition game. Don't, don't, really bring, like, don't bring up Korean baseball. To I me, love please, the though. Korean baseball. I could see what Harry bets. And when I, I wake up at 645 and see that Harry lost $250 on the Doosan Bears. It's like, <laughs> right. this is great. This is what it's all about. Bill. Sal, I disagree in the draft. And, and here's why. We've had so much time to stare at it. It's actually yeah. became interesting to me. It's, it's, you know, it, yep. it's like a Thanksgiving when nobody goes near like that one last appetizer and then yeah. three hours later, like, eh, I'll try the pursuit. Right. And you'll just start eating it. Um, Harry that's how I feel about that. this draft. There's no it's three been, hour yeah, wait. Yeah. <laughs> Harry would have already eaten it. <laughs> well, but our, we've all been staring at this draft for six months. And at some point, you know, hard opinions form. You can only watch the YouTube clips so many times. The Ringer's done an awesome job with the videos. We, I, I feel like we've covered it the best we've ever covered a yeah. draft because we've had more time. Who's Normally topless the in is, the videos? I got to say, huh? if, they're, if no one's topless, if none of your male uh, no correspondents are top, well, then I'm not watching. What's but the normally <laughs> the draft is, you know, six days after the finals ends. And right. everybody's like, finals, finals, finals. Oh, my God. And then it's like, oh, shit, we got this draft. You throw yourself into it for 48 hours. Now we've had yeah. six months. That's true. Uh, all right. Well, they're making it kind of easy for you, FanDuel, if you do have a hard opinion on this. Anthony Edwards, LaMelo Ball, both minus 110, and James Wiseman, 6-1, to one, and everyone else is 100-1 to one to get drafted first. Let's start there. Who's who's number one? What do you guys think? Yeah, Brian, what do you think? Who's you, You've studied this. Everybody's gone back and forth. Edwards, it, Edwards Ball, Wiseman's a long shot. Is Wiseman worth it at 6-1? to one? 
no, I wouldn't take Wiseman at, at, for the first pick. I mean, I, for the plus money, I would probably look at Edwards here. Um, I, I don't know. I mean, everything swung to ball, but I don't know if that's necessarily the case, if that's smoke and mirrors. I would probably lean to plus money with Edwards at one. All right. Yeah, I think he's plus 105 if you look yeah. at it. Parley kid, same thing. Yeah, I've gone back and forth about this, right? So uh, I definitely think uh, we're looking, you know, at, well, I could give you my second pick. I think Weissman's going too. I think that's a lock right. at this point. So uh, I do uh, like that. And I think that first pick is up in the air. Uh, who would I would take? I would go with Edwards. I think he's just a better athlete. I'm not a ball guy. I could tell you my, all my sons here, they love ball. They can't wait to see him in the NBA. Um, but Bill, who does he compare to ball? Like who would you say is NBA comparison is yeah but you know why your son's like him because he's like a video game character that's he's what not I, somebody that you would actually win basketball games that's with. what i i agree with that so who would you compare him to like maybe a past nba player are we talking like jason williams here or are we talking about yeah like somebody? six eight six eight jason williams but um with which jason father. williams though the, 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 <laughs> yeah, the, the, the white the one, one right? that the would have killed the chauffeur the other one. Oh, okay um, all right <laughs> he's my favorite yeah well bill bill do you think he's like trey young a little bit or do you see anything in that just a bigger version of trey I, Not to at me all. he's just a i would just stay away yeah i i think there's too many red flags and he really has only one reporter at espn who's just over and over again talking about how great he is other than that everybody's pretty split. I, I think there's some upside, obviously, and some ceiling, but um, I think there's some red flags, too. I'm going... I don't agree with uh, with the parlay kid. Hmm. I actually think there's a world where Wiseman goes one, and here's okay. my theory. I don't think Minnesota takes him, but I think it's almost like a football draft where he has the most value in a weird way. Mm-hmm. It's like mm-hmm. when there's a quarterback and the top team doesn't totally need a quarterback and you kind of know somebody's going to move up into that spot. Everybody thinks Golden State's going to take Wiseman. And the reason is he he's probably the highest ceiling guy because he's so rare. He's a five who can shoot threes. Worst case scenario, he could be a rotation guy. I, I just feel like somebody's going to move into the Minnesota spot. And the obvious choice you just stare at is Charlotte. And if you're Minnesota... And you don't really care who you get. You don't love Edwards. You don't really care if you get ball. Why wouldn't you move back two spots, grab an extra asset, and you know hope that Golden State takes ball in two if you were thinking about taking Edwards anyway, if you weren't totally attached to him? That's what I would do if I was running Minnesota. I would move backwards. Yeah. I, I look at the comparisons. It's funny you guys talk about Jason Williams and who these guys, what's the best upside to player. I like looking at that. I've looked at a bunch of mock drafts. I feel like, yes, uh, LaMelo Ball has been compared to Jason Williams. Uh, Anthony Edwards has been compared to bigger, like uh, Oladipo. Um, you know, this is high-end expectations of these guys. And Wiseman's high-end is freaking David Robinson. Like, right. what, what the hell else do you need to know there, right? right? Like, it, that should right. be... The number one pick. Is there another well, my way guess to analyze is, it? Yeah. Worst case scenario, if Golden if Minnesota can make Golden State scared, if Golden State really wants Wiseman, Minnesota can scare Golden State that, hey, somebody's going to trade it in this spot. Why don't you just flip picks with us and throw us like, you know, a, a heavily protected first three years from now or whatever it has to be. I just think Wiseman's going to go. I, I like the six to one odds for him. I bet it a while ago. I, I did uh, six to one odds on Wiseman. And then I bet Edwards basically, he was like, what, plus yeah. 135 or something. I bet both those. I don't think Minnesota can take LaMelo because you guys know basketball. You put LaMelo, D'Angelo, Russell, and Towns together. What is that team going to do? Three, right. three guys who can't guard anybody? Yeah. Um, 
I, I just think that's a disaster. So I think Wiseman ends up going one, as yeah. weird as that sounds. I think the odds are way out of whack for it. Well, the Pauly so, kid's got a good bet there because you yeah, got so, under under two and a half, right? Right. So, so Bill, my favorite prop bet in this draft is at minus 105, Weissman under two and a half. So you kind of think that's a lock to say under two and a half, uh, that Weissman's going one or two. So at minus 105, you really yeah. like that. You're not going to pass on – two guys aren't going to pass on potential David Robinson, right? Two teams won't probably The won't. only way that bet loses is if Harry bets on it. So we just have to <laughs> not let Harry bet Look, on that. Hey, Bill, I've been calling it for a while saying Wiseman goes to, uh, goes, goes to Golden State. I mean, Draymond needs help down low. Curry and Thompson back. Wiggins is a 20-point scorer his entire career. Don't, don't they need someone down low? That's, that's, well, and the that's other not thing like – we left the high school season and he was the number one guy coming out of high school. That's right. And and then, you know, he played three college games, whatever. But I do think some of the smarter teams do go off that that uh that high school list a little more. I, I know the Celtics that's been over and over, even with Romeo Langford last year. That's why I think Hampton is one of my favorite bets to go. I think he's under fifteen and a half, something like that. I think he's gonna go in the top ten or eleven. Um, yeah, I think he's going to be the guy that goes five picks earlier than everybody expects because he has that that you know high 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 school pedigree. He was played professionally for a year. He kind of fell off the radar a little bit, but I think he's I think he's climbing. I know for a fact. I know teams are looking for him. I know the Celtics have looked at him pretty hard. Hampton, yeah, fifteen and a half is his over under. Uh, yeah, it's it's under is minus one fourteen. Um, I have one for you guys. Go ahead. So yeah. I, have, I have two. FanDuel has these top four parlays. Yeah, yeah, those are fun. That's like a trifecta, right? But yeah, whatever so the four would be. Yeah. I feel like one of these two is going to hit. So there's one where it's Edwards one, Wiseman two, Okongwu three to Charlotte. Because I think Charlotte takes Okongwu if they don't get uh, Wiseman. Because they, hmm. you know, they want they want a rim protector. And then and then LaMelo goes four to Chicago. That's 30 to one. I don't Edwards, even see that. Wiseman, Okongwu, and Lonzo. 30 to 1 odds. I, I just think I like it. And then the other one was oh, Wiseman. Okay. Yeah. Wiseman won, Edwards two. So basically, Golden State, Minnesota flip picks, and it just mm -hmm. goes Wiseman, Edwards. Then Abdija, however you say his name, three to Charlotte. Mm. Uh, and then LaMelo, four. And that's 40 to 1. Um, Interesting. I wish that one had. Uh, a Kongu in it, but whatever. Uh, I thought those were really good because I think both of those are realistic. Imagine you hit two for two. You're, you're excited, right? You're, you go, you get, in, you get to that third pick, and uh, right. I mean, neither of those. Well, it seems like the rule would be shape. to do both of those, and then you hope it's Edwards Wiseman in some order, and then Charlotte not taking Lamelo. Like, do you really think Michael Jordan? Is gonna look at Lamelo and Lavar Ball and be like, "Yes, I'm locking <laughs> right. this guy down. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> this is my kind of guy." We have a buddy, Bill, who you introduced me to, and now we've become better friends with him through the Dallas Cowboys organization. I don't want to say his name, but he is. Well, you've name dropped I, it a hundred times. I think people I did? know the name. Yeah, yeah. Well, then you say it. I don't want to get in trouble, but it's Alec. Uh, it's Alec Baldwin. <laughs> Alec Baldwin. <laughs> yeah, it is Alec. It is an Alec. I'll say that. And he's very interested uh, for many reasons in this Charlotte team. I don't know. Bri, I can't keep track. He doesn't want anyone, right? Who does Charlotte want, according to Um, Well, I don't know who Charlotte wants. I know he likes Edwards a lot falling at three. I think that's who he likes the best in this draft. I, yeah. I, I, but, yeah, I mean, that's pretty much – that's the only guy I feel like he's liked uh, on this draft, you know, and he, he sends his texts every day. 
yeah, on who right. he likes, and that's the only guy we've there seen. You go. Like. It would be fun if Golden State took LaMelo and did the whole, hey, we have an awesome culture here. Right. Curry and Thompson are going to take him under his wing. The flip mm-hmm. side is like the first time Draymond yelled at him in a practice, <laughs> right. he'd probably spend three <laughs> days on Twitter, you know. <laughs> Phil, wasn't Lonzo supposed to be the best out of the balls? And so far, he's been average at best. Magic did I know. everything under his son. Magic did everything he could to get him, and he's been traded and he's been average. And yeah. I mean, how did LaMelo's ball stock rise so quickly? I mean, who cares well, about it? He's six, seven. That's why I was hoping he'd go to Chicago at four and then they would trade Kobe White for Lonzo, put the mm-hmm. Ball brothers together hmm. with right. Markinen and Wendell Carter and Zach Levine. And that team's a disaster, but it would be really fun to watch. I would click on them on League Pass all the time. If he went to Golden on. State, that would be, I mean, what a great moment. Draymond choke slamming LeVar Ball <laughs> through the announce table during a, during a timeout. Uh, I don't think anyone would object to that. I'm looking well, can you at imagine the- Steve yeah. Kerr, by the way? They're like, hey, man, we're going with LaMelo. And he's like, cool. He, like, that dude's got major back problems. Yeah, right, <laughs> you know? right, right. He's like, oh, man, now I have to do with Draymond and LaMelo? <laughs> uh, I'm looking at the parlay, kid. Uh, first of all, during this pandemic, I-, I feel bad for college seniors. I feel worse for high school seniors who play all different sports and they're done. Their career's kind of over. I especially feel bad for the Dayton Flyer fans. The Parlay Kid is a Dayton alum. He's wearing the Obi Toppin oh, yeah. shirt. Uh, where do, what do we think? What do you think about Obi? Where does he go? What's his over under four and a half or something? Is that what it is on, on Fandle? Yeah, I think Harry was jumping on that one, right, Harry? Uh, exactly to go number four to it's, uh, the Bulls at plus it's, 340. That's what five, you like? Five, five and a half is the over under. It's five funny. I did I did my mock. And I think there's a real chance he he falls to the Knicks at eight, and and the really? parlay kid would fucking lose his mind. <laughs> that, wow. I mean, honestly, I'm I I agree with you on this. I think uh, everybody's kind of you know he's kind of gone up and down this draft board, uh, but I think he's kind of settling now. I think he's going to go over five, and I think he might fall to the Knicks at eight. He's wow. a New York kid, uh, and look, people are scared away, right, Bill? Because he's going to be 23. Halfway yeah. through the season, but he was a six-two. You know, four years ago, he's a six-two junior in high school uh, with zero, you know, zero star recruit. He's really just coming into his own now. And brother Bry compared it to, I think it's a great comparison to Amari Stoudemire. And if he's anything like Amari, I wasn't a huge Stoudemire fan, but in this draft, if you're getting Amari Stoudemire, you're getting a good player. You yeah. know, I've heard that one a lot. And then when I started doing the homework, I'm like, all right, fuck this Amari Stoudemire stuff. And then you watch the videos, you're like, wow, that guy looks like Amari Stoudemire. (laughs) His style is very, very similar to it. The 22-year-old thing is a big deal because other than Dame Lillard, Dame Lillard was the one who who fucked that one up because that was the big red flag with him in that draft. And then he turned out to be awesome. But for the most part, it's been not great. And I think a lot of teams would gravitate toward the 19-year-old kid over the 22-year-old thing. I'm with I'm with the parlay kid though. There's real reasons why he was a late bloomer. Like he grew at a super late point in his life and he really started putting together the last year and by all counts, good work ethic, stuff like that. The question for me, if a Quango goes um to three, mm-hmm. I'm gonna say his name wrong over and over again. A Kongu. Yeah. If he goes three to Charlotte, that's the path for topping to drop. Because I don't 
Everyone has him going to Cleveland at five, but they, they have Kevin Love and Andre Drummond. I don't know why they would take him. I think right. Avdija makes much more sense. And then Atlanta, Detroit, I don't think either of those teams would take him. And then all of a sudden he's sitting there for the Knicks. So, so I like he, it. Who's so who's the best value? I mean, he's plus five seven to go to the Knicks if they yeah. keep that eight pick. Uh Halliburton is three to one favorite. Hayes is plus three twenty. Akoro is uh plus four ninety. Is is top in the play there? The the long value play there? I like that or or Patrick Williams. I, I don't think he falls out of the top eight. There's too much too much buzz on him. And it's funny because he couldn't start for his college team, which to me is like the red flag of red flags. It's the Marvin right. Williams syndrome. But I think they go wing. I don't think they're going to mess with their guards. And my guess would be, uh, I think Halliburton's going to go seven to Detroit. He was good and he was on a good team. I think, Flo did Florida State end up, would they have been a two seed, Bri, like going into that? They were older, right? They That's yeah. why they yeah. said he didn't play because he was the young guy on the older team. But still, I mean, it's weird that you're going right. to take a guy sixth who didn't start all right uh any other good uh props coming to harry you got anything good yeah I, I, back on top in the bill i do have him going number four i did it plus 340 i mean to go to the bulls i think he'd say maybe what do you think maybe state he stays in the midwest the bulls need a score they need a playmaker only the Knicks, charlotte and golden state scored less than the bulls did last year uh he shot like 60 percent his entire career at, at dayton what do you think maybe going to the bulls no well that's the path for LaMelo to fall out of the top four, which people have been whispering about for the last week because I don't think Charlotte takes him. I don't think Golden State takes him. Mm -hmm. So then everybody's, oh, Chicago will take him. But if Chicago passes on him, now you get to Cleveland at five. And like Cleveland said, they don't has taken, him. yeah, they've taken two two guards in the top like right. eight, both of right. them who have the ball. So they're not taking him. And then Atlanta, you can't put Trey Young and LaMelo together, can you? That's just bizarre. I mean, maybe yeah. you can. I don't know. But you're not going to be able to defend anyone. So then he could dip to that Detroit-New York range. And I don't think New York would take him either. Here's the path for LaMelo falling out of the top four. Uh, I bet him on Fox Bet Live today to 93 to win 30 or something to be in the top two picks. So there you go. There's his path right there. <laughs> oh, my I'm God. Lose. That's I would have recommended bet. against that, Sal. Yeah. Really? <laughs> yeah, I don't think he's top two. I know. Now that we're talking more and more, that, that seems like <laughs> crazy odds. Uh, all right. I got I got to stick with it, though. Uh, anybody else have a good... Are you, well, Brian, you like Halliburton under? Yeah. So so Bill mentioned before he likes Halliburton at seven. So as a Knicks fan, Halliburton was one of the guys I kind of wanted. We've needed a point guard for 20 years. It's embarrassing what we've had. I've looked back at the point guards the Knicks have had, and I'm almost like, you know what, Jason Kidd, for those 20 minutes a game 10 years ago, is probably the best point guard we've had in the last 20 years. Uh, maybe mm. pa Pablo Prigioni averaging like three points a game. Maybe it was top two or three, too. But, you know, we fall from seven to eight. I feel like this, you know, this happens with the Knicks. We just miss out on maybe a guy we want. Halliburton would seems to fit what the Knicks would want. But it seems like Halliburton's going to go either four, six, or seven. And I think he's not getting past seven, which which Bill was saying with Detroit. So I really like I That actually was the one bet I've already put in a lot of money in on Halliburton under seven and a half. Mm. He's my he's my favorite top seven guy. I don't know if he'll be the best guy, but I just love how all the all my extensive YouTube studying of him. <laughs> I just love everything he does. He yeah. he reminds me of like a two point Andre Miller with a better shot, but the the, the point, feel for yeah. the game and um such a good passer and he's always like moving. I think he plays at the kind of pace that you need to play at if you're going to succeed in the NBA. I really like him. I had I had a couple of props. 
there's one where it's Patrick Williams, Halliburton, and Killian Hayes all have to be drafted in the top 10, which is plus 118. Oh. I think Williams and Halliburton are definite. So you're basically betting on Hayes to be top 10, which I think he has a really good chance. KOC at the ringer has had Hayes as his number one prospect for the last four months. Really? And I do think there's some dudes who, you know, there's some teams that are going to appreciate him. I thought that was a good one. Uh, First to be drafted, LaMelo versus Wiseman. Wiseman was plus 164 on that one. Mm -hmm. I think that should be even, so I just feel like you're getting value. Harry, you like that one too, right? I do. I, I really Wiseman. do. I just, again, don't understand the LaMelo ball uh, hype. It just, uh, we haven't seen him enough. And then the the LaMelo draft position, the plus 198, third pick or later, which we we mentioned. I think that... All right, I'm going to do both. You got to do both of those. If you're on the LaMelo is going third or lower, you got to do both of those bets. Shit. And then (laughs) there's that Denny Avdija against Obi Toppin. And Toppin is plus 172 Mm. to be first to be drafted over Avdija. And it, you know, as the parlay kid said, it's probably a toss up. Um, I think Avdija is going to get drafted before him, but I think those odds, you're getting good value on Toppin for a team like Charlotte just being like, fuck it and taking him third. You know? Well, we were talking about that last night. That was minus 225. Right, Bill? Or uh, right, Parley Kid? No, I think uh, Ab- right now it's Ab- 225. Ab- it was yeah. 46. I think he was minus yesterday. 146 last right. night. I now think that line has really moved. So I don't know if somebody knows something uh, about that. Uh, my favorite like- bet, the the lock of my lock. Do you, do you have the lock sponsored on the? On no, of course, no? of course not. <laughs> no, yeah. it's uh, no. We just uh, the Harry backflip, Harry backflip, yeah. back take your shirt off, lock of the week. Harry's razors. Ar- yeah, R.J. Hampton, R.J. Hampton under fifteen and a half at minus one fourteen, I think is a lock. I think he goes top fifteen. Somebody will take him. I think it, you've pulled a Dick Vitale on a Selection Sunday and have now taken thirty-one guys in the top fifteen. I don't know how you did it. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Bill, where do you think Cole Anthony uh, ends up? Uh, I know, I think his, uh, is he it's over, tw- under 21 20. and a half or something yeah, like that? Or? Tw- 20 and a half, I think. 20 and a half. I, yeah, tw- that, one's, that one's all over the map. I, I've i heard there's not great buzz about him just as like, you know, son of an NBA guy who um, thinks he's hot shit. A little like what Austin Rivers had to deal with a few years ago and it turned out to be founded. So I don't know where he goes. I mean, when you look at the stuff from a year ago, he was right. one of the three guys. One of the high right? You talk about, you just said it before about coming out of high school. He was probably projected to be a top 10 yeah, was, pick at least, right? He was definitely yeah. top three at one point. So I, I think that's a stay away. I think it really depends on the team. One of the ones I like is this, uh, the kid from M- Memphis, Precious. Yeah. yeah. Um, He's under 15 and a half plus 132. Everybody, that's the other one that everybody seems to think is going to jump up. What's one of the things to keep in mind with the draft, because teams only play one big guy, right? There's almost like a big guy glut in free agency. You saw Robin Lopez opt out the other day. Anus Cantor is going to opt out. The value of those dudes is really like in the two to five million range. You can get these big guys now who are experienced rotation guys, right? For for pretty cheap. Mm-hmm. So why would you why would you draft a big guy and lock him into like three million a year in the in the draft salary thing when you could just go get like Robin Lopez? Hey, right. The guys that are much harder to find are these wings. So that's why like Okoro, 
Precious, uh, Vassal. Those guys, if you can get those guys in the two to three range, they can actually play. They're in free agency. They're going for four or five times as much as that. So I'm I'm kind of shorting the big guys because I think I don't think the value is there. I like Precious. Precious is one of seven Nigerians they expect to be drafted. I think there were two Nigerian born, but five played for Nigeria. So it's like yeah. Who's the Lajuan? Who's the Yinkadare? They got you got to figure it out. Maybe it seems like there's more Yinkadares out there than Olajuwans. But yeah, that's a fun one. Well, we've gone over a lot. I don't know. Um, I know my. Well, I, I, I put twenty five guys in my top fifteen, so I, <laughs> yeah, I was did. really proud of that one. <laughs> yeah, I mean, look, the fun thing to do is to short Lamelo Ball in this draft and do a bunch <laughs> of bets, and then if he falls out of the top two, you just get to I enjoy guess. it. You're gonna I, win. Because the odds do not reflect what I think is actually what might happen here where Edwards and Wiseman are ahead of them. Right. All right. Well, we've gone over a lot. You want to stick around for Sharp Tank? These guys will give one best bet each yeah. and we'll, we'll pick it. All right. Let's yeah. do it. Uh, I think Bill named this segment Sharp Tank. He's like, that would be a good idea. Before he kicked us off the ringer, he's like, you guys got to you guys gotta go. <laughs> Find your own way. I was like, all right. You, that's a little rude. You ditched the ringer. You left Treadmarks. You no were way. out. No you were way. out. <laughs> You're like, you I don't want to be associated with those guys anymore. <laughs> I hate it. Everyone wears a shirt over there. I don't like it. Um, <laughs> all right, Harry, start us off since uh, we just brought you up. What is your best bet uh, of the week? Sharp Tank, uh, Bill and I will buy one of these three bets. Um, I'm going to go back. I know we covered the Kansas City Las Vegas game earlier, but I'm going to take this game over as my best bet over 56 and a half. It's my best <laughs> bet of the week. Um, in the first time they played 72 points were scored in the affair and no point 72 points in the first game when they played no points were actually scored in the third quarter. They had nine total touchdowns, five in the second car and Mahomes almost had 700 yards combined that game. Eight of the nine games. Uh, involving the Raiders, someone has scored 30 points or more. Only one that uh, that didn't was the crazy Raider win game against Cleveland. Six of eight Kansas City games have scored. Someone scored 30 points or more. Raiders 25th versus the pass in the NFL. Kansas City fourth in total yards. Carr and Mahomes combined this season. 41 touchdowns, three picks. Let's go over 56 and a half. As like I said, they scored <laughs> 72 points in the first affair. All right. Does Harry rub Vaseline on his camera to give like the Barbara Walters sheen? <laughs> listen, listen. You know, like, remember hey, how Barbara hey, Walters used to do that? Like, is there yeah, like a hazy yeah. Vaseline sheen on his on his apple? I Bill, think so. Bill, I got Bill, I got a I got a sleepy pick for us there. A sleeper pick here. Pat's, <laughs> Pat, Pat's Giants for the Super Bowl. Oh, stop it, Harry! It's wow. about hazy. Hey, wow, Bill. He's I tried to right. talk. I tried to talk Sal and the Dolphins Cardinals. It was like four hundred to one, and, uh, and too, I couldn't get any it's, fighters. It's too That's much dropping. fun. I get it. Everyone loves Tua. Everyone loves Kyla right now. Everybody's got to calm for, down a mi- uh, just a bit. These, for these the record, I do have seven teams. Bill, seven I do have seasons. the Dolphins. I do have the Dolphins at eleven to one to win these. Well, you Simmons uh, has that, it too, right? Listen, have, Harry. Harry can dine off that. You can dine off that Bucks. What was it? Sixty to one. Yeah. Would you get the Bucks at 60 to 1, 66 to 1, something like that? The Bucks? Before Brady? What, what Bucks? Oh, Tampa, Tampa Bay. Tampa, oh, Tampa Bay. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. Yeah. Brady to Bucks. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Harry, Harry was like the Adam Schefter <laughs> yeah, yeah, of, yeah. The, of the Vaseline camera gambling world <laughs> with that. With Colin that Howard. Colin Howard tried stealing that from me, but I had it first. You're right, Bill. You there had you it go. first by weeks and weeks ahead of time. You were on it. And I was like, holy, I haven't even texted Sal. I was like, I might get on this if don't I don't do this, hope Simmons. Tom Brady tears all his <laughs> Thank ligaments you, Bill. in Tampa. Don't feed him. Bill. 
Did you ask Harry? Carrie, did you ask Carrie how much money he won on that? Yeah. How much you win, Harry? Still waiting to still waiting to cash that check or that money order, really. <laughs> no, he has you. He won like ninety dollars. He had like two dollars on it at forty five. Bill, listen, Pat's Giants Super Bowl. We'll jump oh, all over it. What can we get on the odds? Gi- the Giants have been frisky for like five weeks. The, everyone likes them to win the NFC East, but guess what? You have to win games. You still have to win a game to catch the Eagles, right? Like, listen, Bucks Giants round one would be just fun. more fun than human beings should be allowed if oh, they start man. hitting Can the shit imagine? out of Brady. The Giants fans are going to be like, here we go. We own this guy. Like, it's definitely going to happen. It's so true. On Monday and night. It's the only thing ever that would get me rooting for the Giants is if they were handing it to uh, Brady really? and Bruce Arians. Oh, yeah. I, nice. I would definitely be all in on that wow. one. Wow. Wow. Yeah. People are so I'm back in on the Belichick thing. versus Brady thing. I feel like Belichick's back in this. Rosillo does his legacy oh, odds man. every week. On his pod, he 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 had uh, Belichick ranked above Brady this week for legacy I, I, rankings. I, I've been saying all year, if they make the playoffs, I don't care what anyone else does. Belichick is coach of the year, and I love bad mouth. I like I love killing him. He had they had the most opt outs. They've had injuries. They've had guys out of position. It's it's uh, you finally recognize that they are less talented than most teams. And if he somehow gets them to eight and eight or whatever, I don't even care if it's an eight team uh, 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 playoff bracket. That's fine. So we we have guys in these games that I follow the Patriots. And I'm like, I don't know who that mm-hmm. guy is. Where'd that <laughs> yeah. guy come from? Bill, I got a Amazing. trivia question for you about the Patriots real quick. Real quick. Yeah. How many <laughs> touchdown passes in eight games? Does Cam Newton have to he wide receivers? It. He knows this. It's nine games, right? Yeah. Yeah. Nine he games. played it. You know, he played it. He, he missed one game. Oh, isn't it? Isn't it like one? Didn't he have like it's, one to Edelman? That's it. It's zero. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> zero. <laughs> With the Vaseline uh, shine, that's uh, extra scary. <laughs> J- Jacoby, Jacoby Myers had his little uh, pass. He has more touchdown head, passes than that Cam. was our best pass of the year. It really was. It was a beauty. It really was. <laughs> Perfect. He's a he's a delight. All right, Harry goes over 56 and a half, Kansas City, Las Vegas. Brother Bry, what is your best bet? And Harry won't tell you he had Minnesota over Iowa last week as his best bet, right? Oh, which yeah. Got, which got slaughtered. You, you yeah. didn't have to bring yeah, that up. It was like, but, that was rough. That was all rough. All right, so I had the Dolphins last week. I gave that out minus two and a half. I am going to stick with the Dolphins again this week, minus three. I know, mm. Sal, you probably don't like this one. Bill probably <sighs> likes this one. I don't care if it's in Denver. I don't care if it's snowing. The Broncos were embarrassing against the Raiders on Sunday. Uh, their their offense and lock is really, 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 really bad. I mean, they, along with the Bears, along with the Jets, those offenses are the worst in football. Um, the Chargers should have blown them out. The Chiefs killed them. The Raiders killed them. Atlanta should have blown them out. Uh, the, the Dolphins are really good. They're... Their defense has been great. The special team's been great. Tua's only going to have to make a certain amount of plays. I love them, though, covering the three here. Uh, Listen, Sal's fatal flaw. Well, he's a lot of gambling fatal flaws. One of them is stubbornness, where he holds on to the Broncos like he's cradling a dead parent. No, no, wake up. Uh, You hold on the Broncos for three extra weeks, and... You refuse to acknowledge the Dolphins and you no, no, no. They, they can have a 10 game winning streak and Sal's not buying it. All right. But another fatal flaw is looking at a line and saying that's so easy and then taking the easy side on that and just getting Fair. buried. It's happened all through high school, college and whatever you call this portion of my life. Why the hell? Drew Locke's not playing and he had four interceptions last week, right? Like 
what the fuck? What is it going to be? Ripping? Is it going to be Driscoll against this defense? And like you said, Tua doesn't have to do a lot. He could be like a sixteen for twenty-five guy with a touchdown it's, and the forty yards rushing. Why the frick? And do we think that home field means anything at all? Does it mean it anything? It does seem at like all? Vegas is favoring the altitude a little bit. They must be. I don't know why that what they're favoring. They have to be favoring something. And uh, I what guess Flores travel. What's Flores for coach of the year? Because I, I think that's a good one too. That's a good narrative one too. But one of the, the first time anyone fell out of the Belichick coaching tree, yeah, and actually like turned into an awesome coach. He's he's one of the five best coaches. Yeah, but we'll if they go ten and six or eleven and five, he's going to win coach of the year. I think it's not up there, but yeah, you're right. And, you know, it's funny in the beginning of the year, I I said we should bet all the AFC East coaches for coach of the year because that'll be. Mm. Whoever comes out. Of course, I didn't do it. All right. right <laughs> Not Adam Gase, though. No, right. Okay. He might <laughs> be out of bad. it. Uh, Parley Kid, you're going with a big yeah. teaser here. Sal, I'm taking a four-team, seven-point teaser. I've never done it. Uh, you could do this on FanDuel, though. All right. So oh. let's, let's, uh, let's start it right now. We got the Texans plus nine and a half against Bill's Patriots. Texans are home. Watson keeps this game close. The Patriots aren't good enough offensively. Uh, to cover that nine and a half. Mm. So I like the Texans there. I like the Steelers minus three and a half against the Jaguars. Mm. Um, look, the Steelers, will they go undefeated? It's it's It might happen. They're not losing this game. I think they cover the three and a half. I know the Jags were pretty game against the Packers. Are you, are you afraid of Vlad Luton or no? Well, that's who I'm not afraid of. I'm not afraid. Is, that, is it Luton or Luton? Uh, yeah, Luton's uh, fun here. There's he's been he's, yeah. he's been okay. There's no way, right? Pittsburgh's defense should suffocate him. They cover mm. the three and a half. The Steelers on this uh, teaser. I like the Packers getting nine and a half in Indy. Sal, I think you like this too. Yeah, uh, Packers will play fast on this turf. Uh, the the defense will pressure Rivers, which we know Rivers does not like to be pressured. Uh, he'll turn the ball over a couple times in that game. So Packers getting a nine and a half. And last but not least, this is the team that always kills me, Harry. And you know this. The Falcons getting 11 and a half. This line has dropped a point over the last day. I Winston, though, here, right? Winston will blow this game uh, somehow for the Saints. Mm, uh, my Falcons, uh, the Falcons, like right? It. The Falcons are talented. They are talented. So getting 11 and a half here after a bye week. Um, their interim coach is at Raheem Morris, Bride, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, uh, yep. Hofstra, uh, former Hofstra coach. Uh, he he has them <laughs> playing hard, at least. Uh, a lot harder than Quinn had them playing. So I like that. Sal, Texans plus nine and a half. Yeah. Steelers minus three and a half. Packers plus nine and a half. Falcons plus 11 and a half. I know you and Bill both love that. What do you think, Simmons? Got three road teams there. That's the only thing that's, that's tough, I, but... Parlay kids breaking one of my teaser rules, which is don't throw bad teams in a big tease. Mm-hmm. I'm Who's not the sure the Texans are are good in any respect, right. and the Falcons. What, is there a late game out of those four? Could you win three? What would be the last game? Is there one that's like after the other ones, or is it all? At the it same seems time? like they're all early. Is that uh, Tampa game? Oh, hold on, let me see. Uh, it, it's yeah, they're all they're, uh, no, Green, Green Bay's Bay. at four o'clock. Green, Green Bay's Bay. late. Yeah, okay. Green Bay's the late. That does so, pay. It does pay plus one eighty. Plus one eighty. Plus one eighty. Yeah, that's pretty good. I, I don't. I don't love the Texans piece. Really? Okay. I don't know what they're playing for at this point. They have no first or second pick. They have no hope. They're not a playoff team. 
their coach isn't going to be there next year. Like, what what is the motivation for that team? Meanwhile, the Patriots have just brought back 1930s Bronco <laughs> Nagurski football. It's ridiculous. We're like, we're handing off every play. Yeah. Uh, so I, I don't know. I don't know what to make of that game. All right. Well, you could pick. Well, what do you got? Does a brother Bry? It seems like you like brother Bry's Dolphins minus three. Yeah, I, I'm kid. going with uh, I'm going with brother Bry. It's part part because I love the Dolphins. Part because um, I was a little harsh about him looking like he was in a hostage <laughs> video <laughs> that pod two weeks ago. So it's it's a part apology and part I like the bet. Thank you. Bill. I still I agree with you though, Bill. I agree with you. I think he did a nice one. He's got the uh, he's got the Bo Jackson thing. Jim Cunningham, yeah. show up for your ex-boss here. He wants to see what you look like here. Look at this. See, remember oh, Jim? Oh, I have two. <laughs> he looks like that's like Harrison Ford's fugitive beard. When, when they had to like put it on before he shaved it. That's amazing. Jim is quarantining with it. He flew to New York. He threatened to do this for many, many months. And, uh, <laughs> and he finally did it. And now he has made threats to murder his mother, which is not <laughs> going to be true. good. It's not going to look good for the extra points. It's a little Pacino and Serpico too, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he's got a lot going true, on. True. Yeah. Yeah. Simmons, um, Simmons fought me tooth and nail. I wanted to bring Cunningham over. No, he's like, oh, just take him. He's like, just no. take him. <laughs> no, I, I, I love Jim Cunningham, and he's doing everything I wanted him to do for you, right? <laughs> he's producing 130 podcasts. This was the biggest voice job of all time. Oh, he's fuck done. you. No, no, no. no, no. I love Jim Cunningham. No, Cunningham. He's my good. guy. He's good. He's good. <laughs> He's good. It's fine. He's doing good. Uh, I'm not going with Brother Brian. I'm going to go with uh, Harry's pick. I do think that could be about 70 points there. 56 and a half. You're going with Vaseline Harry? I'm going with Vaseline (laughs) Harry. Um, I like like all our picks. So uh, Simmons got a lot of guys in the top 15. But short LaMelo Ball is the uh, bottom line for the uh, NBA draft. Short Lamella Ball. Look at those two 30 to one, 40 to one top fours, and uh, and Hampton going higher than the fifteenth pick. There you go, or and you fifteen get- and a half pick, I guess. Hampton top fifteen is my favorite one. Do it all on Fanduel. Uh, hit the sportsbook at the sportsbook app. You can get it all uh, going for you there. How, you have anything to plug, Simmons? I know you have like seventeen hours of uh, footage there. On yeah, on we're doing we're doing um we're doing a live live draft thing tomorrow night after the draft, probably around pick 20 Rosillo KOC. I mean, the the NBA is just, you know, it's super, it was drunk heading into the weekend and now it's Mm -hmm. like bombed. Now it has to, the NBA has to be carried out of the bar. It's just that the Drew holiday trade was bonkers. The, the guy's been thing, an all-star team in yeah. seven years. You got but you think that's, 19 that, picks. So that that's they said too much. Everyone says too much, even though it's late, late round picks mostly. Who knows? What if Giannis goes to Dallas in like a year? Yeah. I mean, the only way you can do that trade is if you know he's signing the Supermax, but I, he hasn't indicated that he's doing that yet. So um, that's a big whiff if he doesn't. That's for sure. That's a bad, that's it's, a bad. It's uh, just these teams are, they've thrown risk out the window. It started with the, uh, the Lakers and Davis, which worked out. Then the Clippers mm-hmm. with Kawhi and Paul George, which has not worked out. And now it's just like teams don't value these picks in the same way. It's pretty bizarre. And now I'm having dinner with you Thursday night with Daniel and uh, Jimmy. And then Friday, you're coming here, right? The double yeah. day with the call. Co- get a lot of Bill Simmons. I have not seen you for a year. I've not seen these guys since last October. It's very sad. It's going to be emotional, right? 
I mean, we'll just fall into the same thing we always do, where we ignore our wives. Yeah. You bring out your phone, and we just look at football bets and teasers for three and a half hours. Okay. That's, what, that's how it's going to play out. That's a good plan. I like yeah. that. It sounds Bill, great. Bill, just tell Sal it's all about the narrative, right? It's all about the narrative, and it's all about the Vaseline. Those are the two things. <laughs> two things we've learned. <laughs> Harry's, by the way, I don't know if he's prepared for this podcast. He is up to like 300 milligrams of weed soda a day. Um, What's weed soda? That's the, that's the new narrative. Don't act way. like you don't know. I don't really know. What is, what is weed soda? Is that a thing? You don't know weed soda? Oh, no. Harry, Harry's going to do an ad for that. That's who's going uh, to sponsor us. <laughs> what, what is it, like Harry? Soda with CBD in it or whatever? Sure. Yeah, you know what it is. What is it? You, does it you can get them all. You can get them all over California in the uh, in the dispensaries. And how much does it cost? It's like a hundred milligrams. Hundred milligrams goes for eighteen bucks. That's a lot. Eighteen dollar soda. So soda, <laughs> a thing that we've proven over and over again in the last twenty years, bad for you. Yeah, Harry has he, figured out a way to mix soda and drugs <laughs> and, 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 and and vodka. Good lord. Harry's gonna be done soon. Some of them don't have sugar in them though. Some have no sugar. No sugar, (laughs) vodka, and a little juice. Yeah. Yeah, but you don't take the no sugar ones. What's the point? Right? Sure I do. Sometimes. (laughs) My son my son went walked to uh our little downtown and came back with one of those Arizona iced teas. And he's like, These are great. I'm gonna have one of these every morning. And my wife looked at the bottle and it was like you know, seven seventy seven hundred grams of sugar or right. whatever it is. It's and gigantic. I, I'm, it's, I'm it's, sure Harry's had a few in his life. I'm guessing. Oh yeah, I like I like the Arnold Palmer one for the, the Jack Nicholas one. It's <laughs> half half lemonade, half uh, that half is iced good. tea, but it's still seventy grams of sugar. Well, what's your favorite, Harry? And then we'll go. I'm sorry, I know everyone's busy. Your Sonic shake of choice. What what's your Sonic? Uh, this oh, is, well, this is I, his I, big I, ticket I, item. Yeah. Every time, Bill. Every time uh, Sal brings his kids to Sonic. Uh, his middle son texts me and he's like, what's that drink again? And it is the, it's the slush. You get the slush, the blue coconut grape lemon slush mix, but you throw in, but you add rainbow nerds. <laughs> it is tremendous. That better be a sponsor for us somewhere down the line. Rainbow nerds. Harry, what oh, would happen if you didn't have sugar for two days, would you be like one of the characters in Requiem of a Dream? <laughs> Requiem for a Dream, whatever that heroin movie was. You know, what would I, happen I, to your body? Would you, would you just like shut down? Would your would your organs stop? What would happen? Well, look, still, I still, even though I'm on a pace to lose a certain amount of weight again, not quite to the extent of uh, no, you're not. Sal in the bed, but no, you're not. I'm walking every day, every day for two hours. Harry, can I give you some advice? <laughs> he's walking sure. to the Western Union to send money to people. Yo, that's where he's walking. Do yeah. you should do the bone broth diet. Oh, this, this is drives, terrible. It'll drive Sal oh, crazy. This, this uh, is me, the worst is thing you're ever doing. Are you, you still just, doing this? Two days a week, bone broth. That's Tell me, it. what is it? Just bone broth. You just you buy the bone broth. That's all you drink all day. It's like almost like tea. It's like hot bone I broth. I fucking tea. hate this. You're 128 yeah. pounds. So you did this. What's if you did this chicken broth? Well, it's chicken yeah. broth or beef broth, right. but you could pick one. But if you so, did this, Sal will lose his mind. It'll be the worst thing you've ever done to him. Don't do it, Harry. The 52 for the 52, I was doing that for a while. When, that was the only thing I was eating some days when I had to lose that 52 pounds to beat Sal. No, we can't I have him losing weight. Only. I got to tell you, Guillermo threatened to lose weight, and Jimmy lost his mind. He's like, well, you need to stay fat. <laughs> Harry needs to stay fat. 
Um, don't don't ruin Harry with bone bone broth. Don't Jimmy said yourself, the same either. thing to Adele. He was like, "No, no, no, you're not <laughs> exactly. getting in shape. This is ridiculous. See? It works out for everyone." Uh, Simmons, thanks for coming on. That it was great to see it. you guys. I miss you guys. Thanks, thanks, thanks for seeing you too. Yeah. So, yeah. He's uh, one day he's gonna let us back on. Yeah, I'll see. You're gonna <laughs> yeah, see. Yeah. You're gonna see. <laughs> he's gonna open the door for us. That'll do it yeah. for another episode of Against the Odds for the Degenerate Trifecta. Heel producer Jim Cunningham and the great Bill Simmons. I'm Sal saying so long and happy handicapping.